Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 47. I'm just going to get right into it. Uh, today, today I'm, gonna, I'm going to encourage you to just be a regular old Steven Glansberg. You know, from, from Superbad, the movie. Steven Glansberg just, just chilling there, eating his pudding all alone. That, that's Steven. Uh, but seriously, in, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the times in your life when I think you should spend some time alone. And I, I'm not going to give some generic advice about how you need to be comfortable with yourself or anything like that. That's a given. You know, you got to be. Um, but rather, I'm going to talk about a couple of specific scenarios or times in your life that you're bound to run into where the best thing you could do for yourself is to just be alone. You know, not for long, but just just enough time. Uh, and in a really good way, in a positive way, in a really uh, you know self-developing way. I think far too often we associate spending time alone with a negative thing, with being sad or depressed or something like that. And I don't think it's that way at all, not at all. So I'm going to talk about that in today's episode. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I'll try to try to go fast here and make it short and sweet. Go ahead, follow me on Instagram at case.kenny. Keep sliding on into those DMs. Uh, I really do enjoy reading your messages, reading your feedback, getting your ideas for episodes. It's a lot of fun. So give me a follow at case.kenny. Let's get into it. So I got a lot of uh, great feedback from episode 37 that I did on Big Dick Energy, BD. So I figured I would kind of build on that in a way because one of the main pieces of feedback uh, I keep getting, you know, is, is how empowering it is to realize that you can both, you could be both humble and confident at the same time and that that is something that you can develop on your own, on your own. And that is the key phrase there. And I think that's really important. Um, and I also did an episode 45 on why you need to be best homies with yourself, as I said. Um, and in thinking about that, I realized that spending time alone is such an important part of that process, of both process, right? The whole BDE idea and the idea of being, you know, best homies with yourself. It's an essential part of that. 
And, you know, personally, like I've spent a lot of time alone over the past year and I've come to realize just the incredible things that time spent alone can bring into your life and the things that it's brought into my life, you know, and to, to paint a picture and make it simple, I'm literally just talking about being alone. You know, this the simple act of, of being alone, like just you, solo, uno, right? Just you. You know, nothing else required, no activity required necessarily. You know, for me, that's like usually pretty simple is me just chilling on the couch, usually just no shirt, just listening to some house music. You know, that's my zone that works well for me and more on that later. I've got a I've got a very liberal clothing policy at my place, so maybe no pants. I don't know. Whatever, whatever gets the job done for me. Um, but you know, I've mentioned this before too, and I know I've encouraged you to do things alone, like take walks or maybe take a night to yourself instead of going out, or maybe pull a Steven Glansberg and eat alone. Right? Those are small little things that you can and I think you should do. But I want to talk about this a little a bit deeper, deeper level, because I think it's it's more than that. And spending time alone isn't just a chance to recharge when you need to, certainly. It's, it's a powerful practice that really represents more about you than I, than I think you might realize. So I'll start this episode by saying that usually conversations around spending time alone or wanting to spend time alone revolve around that old question, right? It's like, are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? Blah, blah, blah. So I'll address that first. And to be honest, I think it's kind of a silly conversation. I think it's kind of silly that we still try to put labels on whether we're introverts or extroverts. I mean, certainly, I know people at both ends of that definition, you know, really quiet people who just genuinely, authentically want nothing more than to spend time alone because they don't really get a lot of value out of hanging out with others. And on the other end, you have people who literally need, like need to hang out with other people. Otherwise, they get like mildly depressed or they just go nuts and they feel terrible. You know, I know both those kinds of people, but I think they're kind of the outliers. I think most people are just an evolving mix of the two, right? I look at myself. I've never been one or the other necessarily, but now currently in my current state, uh, I'm leaning more extrovert. Um, and I think I've kind of usually been that way. Um, and to, But to some of the points I've made in previous episodes, I, I used to be somewhat introverted, somewhat shy, some, you know, lacking confidence. You know, now I'd say I'm, I'm definitely more extroverted, confident, proud of myself, those kind of things. But when it comes to spending time alone, I've, I've always found great value in doing so, whether or not I identified more as an extrovert or introvert. You know, it always helped me recharge my social batteries, just align myself, whatever, still. You know, I, but, you know, currently I love hanging out with other people. I love going out. I love meeting new people. But I know that my biggest breakthroughs and personal revelations have come from intentional time spent alone. So I say all that just to level set that if you're thinking to yourself that being an introvert or extrovert has really anything to do with the value you might get from spending time alone, I don't think they're really related. And I, I want you to know that I'm not going to in, like encourage you all of a sudden to become an introvert or something like that. To me, that actually sounds kind of boring and it's not really my intention here. So regardless of where you lean or how you identify yourself socially, you should take some time to learn the value of spending time alone. Again, because in my experience, that is how you really get to know yourself and what you want and what you want to change. Otherwise, just the noise in the world can be so loud that you really never get to the point to understand that. So to kind of ease in the topic before I even encourage you to just actually spend some time alone, I want to actually encourage you to just listen, to be more quiet, to be less outspoken. Just a little bit, just for a while. Um, and trust me, obviously, like for me, this is really hard to do. I really like to talk. Clearly, I'm, you know, 47 episodes in to this and just in general, I have a lot of thoughts. 
Uh, it's tough for me not to vocalize them a lot of times or not to be doing something. But I've learned that the people who say less are oftentimes the ones who think the most and have the most meaningful things to say when it's time. You know, people who, you know, take time to just observe and be quiet are ones who, in my experience, have the passion and vision to actually take action when it's time. So, really what I'm saying is you don't always need to be talking or doing in the world. Yes, certainly personal growth comes from that, but I found that it comes from a deeper place of reflection and listening before it comes to those experiences. It comes from observing how you feel about what you're seeing, about what people are saying and doing. And most of all, to your own thoughts. More on that in a second. So I just want to say that to kickstart this process of being intentional with yourself. It starts with observing. And when you do that, you know, just don't, don't care what other people think. People have told me before that at first glance, I might I, I, I appear shy sometimes. Uh, and I can get that. I don't take offense at that. It's intentional for me for a reason. You know, I want to observe first and, and talk and take action second. Once I open my mouth or do something, I think that initial perception kind of goes out the window. But, you know, uh, I've found that just observing, whether that's in the context of a meeting, hanging out with other people or just being out and about in your city, that there's a lot of power in that. Anyway, so I'll lay that foundation and just say that's an important part of being alone because you have to be fine with just being, with just observing, with just reflecting. And if you're not able to do that, you're not going to get a lot of value out of being alone. You're going to end up twiddling your thumbs, being bored, and then turning on Netflix, and you're, and you're not going to get a lot out of it. And again, I get that because it's, it's tough to not always be active, to not be doing something. And especially if, if you're listening to this podcast, you likely have a strong desire to be a better person, to be more successful or whatever. You want to be a badass human that you're meant to be. And it's tough to connect being alone, reflecting and not taking action or not accruing experiences to that objective, right? They don't seem to connect. And if anything, it probably flies in the, in the face of my usual advice, which is do more and act more so you could find new experiences so that you have fewer regrets, right? But I think in this context, that's not the case. I think being alone is a fundamental part of the entire process of just evolving yourself. So what exactly am I encouraging you to do here? Uh, I think it's pretty simple, or at least I want to make it simple. I want to encourage you to just realize that spending time alone is necessary in a couple of specific times in your life. It's not something that I'm saying, oh, you need to you know, spend 20 hours alone this week or something like that. That's lame. That's not practical. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I have found that alone time can be really effective at certain times in your life. And these are times when if you can leverage it right, it can help you grow. It can help you be a lot happier, more fulfilled, all those great things that I talk about. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread. So simple. Maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. 
They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and a versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. So these are times that I want to encourage you to spend some time alone. And actually, I'm just going to talk about two of them. I initially wrote an outline and I had all these things, but I, I need sometimes I need to check myself <laughs> just to say calm down case. So we'll just do two. And, and the first comes from the point that I was actually making in the episode I did on why you need to be best friends with yourself, where I talked about a recent breakup in my life and why my decision to be best friends with myself was such a smart move. Um, you know, you should make a conscious decision to spend some time alone if you're having doubts about a relationship, if you're just getting out of a relationship, or if you're considering getting into a new relationship. So I think that just about covers everyone, right? Um, now, obviously, take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt because I'm certainly no relationship coach, still learning a lot here. But my experience the past couple of years have taught me something something valuable here that when it comes to your relationship with someone else, time alone is really the only way to figure out what it is you want, whether that's to continue in a relationship, to recover after a breakup or to get into a new relationship, right? You know, I found it to to really be the only way to figure this out for yourself and that you need to be alone. You know, if you're in pain from a breakup, you definitely need to be alone to just escape those reminders and to kind of connect with yourself again. I think that's a given, you know, uh, I think you need to be alone when you don't know if you're quite ready again. You know, you need to learn to be able to trust yourself and be comfortable with yourself, you know, before you can be comfortable with someone else again. You know, spend some time alone. How does it feel? Like, does it does it hurt? Does it make you reflect on the past? I'd say good. You should sit with that. You should be with it until it doesn't hurt as much and then go out into the world again and then and then go back and be alone again and then go back out into the world again and then go back and be alone and then go back and forth there. I've been doing that for like the past year and it's really helped put things into perspective for me. You know, I, pretty obvious cliches, but it's taught me that I don't need to attach my happiness to someone from the past or necessarily anyone right now. It's my call. I can make that decision. And I can be confident in knowing it's the right decision because I'm listening to myself. That's what you do when you're alone. It's really the only way to be able to truly listen to yourself. More on that in a second. But I'll stop there for the dating section. I hope that was at least mildly helpful. But here's where, here's where I'll kind of really hit my stride with this idea, with my, with my second point here. 
I have found that spending time alone is essential. I would say I would say essential. It's a strong word, but it's essential when you're feeling frustrated with yourself. When you maybe recognize that you're not living up to your potential, when you're just kind of not happy, or when you feel that the path you're headed down isn't fulfilling or it isn't leading you to a place that promises fulfillment. You know, simply put, I think spending time alone is essential when you know that you can do better. In whatever sense that applies to you, it could be your job, your some kind of passion or creative element or some attribute of yourself, your confidence, anything like that, whatever. You know, at minimum, you have to become comfortable with your existing flaws so that you can approve upon them or accept them. You know, you need to learn what you have to offer, not just what you have to take. You know, you have to learn to be the person who's there for yourself. And I found that the only true way to learn that truth is by being alone and listening to yourself and your thoughts. And I think learning those truths simply isn't possible when you're not alone, you know, because I think it's amazing how often we just ignore our internal dialogues, what our hearts and souls and everything is, is, are telling us. And I've said it before, but I'm not, you know, overly spiritual, but I think we need to make an effort to be more in tune with ourselves. You know, our, our thoughts are our truest reflection of what's in our hearts. And that sounds cheesy. That sounds awfully deep for a dude like myself, but it's true. You know, when no one else is watching, when no one's around, when there's no distractions, when you're not pretending to be someone else or downplaying yourself, those are the realest thoughts that you have. And again, I've, I found that the only way to understand them and to actually hear them is to be alone. You know, your thoughts, whether they're good ones, they're positive ones, or whether they're nasty, negative ones, you know, they're real and they're useful and they're helpful. They're the world, the universe's way of telling you what you need to hear to give you something to follow. They, uh, they tell you how to feel which is, isn't always easy. And, you know, they remind you that you're alive, that you, you can, that you should be emotional and that there's nothing wrong with that. They give you a hint of where you should go, some direction. They give you answers and clues and all that stuff that you're missing likely because the world is just so noisy and there's a lot of distraction. And you should, you should crave these thoughts, right? You should crave time alone so you could be selfish to just spend some time alone. You know, and be, yeah, sure, being alone means maybe maybe you're a little bit selfish. Some people might see it that way. But to me, that's a great thing because it means you're not willing to compromise. And that's powerful. So you need to be alone when you have these kind of thoughts. You need to separate yourself from other people, even if it's uncomfortable for you or you feel some FOMO, you know, to remove yourself from all the action and the grind and the noise. Because when you're in that context, just out and about and with other people or just out in, in the world, you can't quiet your mind. You can't truly be one with your thoughts. And I think let's be real though. Like think about when you're with other people, even if you know them really well and they're your best friends. You know, when you're with someone else, you're not completely yourself. You adjust what you say, certainly, but you also adjust how you think. You know, in that moment, when you're with others or in a different context, whether you realize it or not, you don't let your mind lead you where it wants to go. I personally, I found that to be really true. And even though I would consider myself, you know, extroverted, I really, really, really need time alone to let my mind lead me where it wants to go because I crave that. And I want that and I need that. And that might sound a little selfish, but who cares? You know, it's important. 
have you, I don't know if you've seen those funny memes where it's uh, it's a man and a woman in a bed, a couple, and they're facing different directions, very stern looks on their faces. And the woman is kind of peering over at the guy and she's saying to herself, I bet he's thinking about other girls. <laughs> but the guy is actually saying to himself something totally ridiculous, uh, completely unrelated to her, things like, I wonder if I've ever uh, bought milk from the same cow, or I wonder if, if I illegally download a movie while in the Bahamas, am I a pirate of the Caribbean, right? Stupid stuff like that. There's there's a whole bunch of them. I'm a, I'm a bit of a meme guy. I think it's hilarious. But my point here is this, this guy's mind is all over the place, right? He's clearly letting it wander. And in my opinion, ideally, you should spend some time alone to reflect on whatever your mind is telling you. Let it take you wherever, hopefully beyond silly little meme stuff, but just let it let it take you there. Spending time alone not only allows you to really understand that voice, but it gives you also a sense of pride about yourself that comes from understanding that you're responsible to yourself, that you're responsible for what you do, and most importantly, for how you feel. And to me, that's pretty empowering, you know? When you spend time alone, you come to realize the power that comes from just manning up or womaning up and just owning your shit is powerful. You come to trust yourself or at minimum just accept what's going on. So to kind of wrap up, you know, I'm just really advocating for you to spend some time alone right now if you feel adrift, if you feel like you're being pulled in all kinds of directions, if you feel that you don't fit in or if you feel like you're lost or broken or any combination of those things. You know, these are times when I think you simply must be alone. I think that might fly in the face of some advice where it's like you need to surround yourself with other people. I think certainly so. But I think the only way to escape the noise that is making things more complicated for you is just to be alone. Right. That noise is causing some of those feelings. You need to escape it. And I think someday you'll come to be able to be alongside of all those things and be fully content and happy. And that's great. But for now, I think you just need to learn to spend some time alone. And you'll notice that I'm kind of speaking a little vague here and I'm not giving giving really any tips for what to do when you're alone. You know, I'm not necessarily advocating for you to meditate or journal or some of the usual self-development advice there. And that's because, to be honest, I don't know what you should be doing. You know, it's up to you. I, to my point here, I like to pretend that I'm going to the beach. You know, I take most of my clothes off. I just sit on the couch and just jam out to music, right? That puts me in the zone. Kind of weird stuff. <laughs> you know, all I know is that my experience has taught me that sometimes you just need to be alone and then let it be whatever it is. Let your mind take you wherever it wants to go. And you know when those times are, when you're feeling lost, anxious, passionless, whatever. Those are the times when you need it most. So that's it. I hope you got something out of the episode. Go out, do your thing, be you, be alone if you need to. Just just listen to yourself. So that's it. Go ahead, throw me a follow on Instagram, throw me a DM. Would love to chat with you at case.kenny. So until next episode, I'm out.
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.